Welcome to Zichud Avsi Man Mamar Ram Goldai, and today we're Zechus Chagiga Dav Chavav, the third parak Chomer Bekodesh. The Zichud Mesechus Chagiga program has been generously sponsored by Yenishmas Avram Ber Ben Asher and Yenishmas Tamar Bas Chaim. And then the Shamas have an Aliyah. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the next Mishnah states, The tax collectors who entered into a house, and some way the thieves returned clay vessels they stole, now money are believed to say we did not touch them. Rashi clarifies their belief regarding Kodesh, but not Truma. The Gemara brings a Mishnah from Taurus that seems to contradict this last din that states, If the thieves entered the house, only the objects and the places where they walked are tummy, referring to the areas where items were definitely stolen. If the killing the places they walked are presumed tame, then certainly the killing that they stole and returned are presumed tame. So Rapinach said in the name of Rava, Kashasa Chuva. Our mission is dealing with the case where the thieves did tshuva. Rashi explains that since they returned the kelim as an act of tshuva, they certainly would not lie about the tumor status. Point of two, the next mission states, If a chavar who opens his barrel of wine to sell or begins selling a new batch of dough in Yushalayim on the Chag and some of it remains after the Chag, Reviuda says that Yigmor, he may finish selling it after the Chag, but the Chachamim say that he may not finish selling it after the Chag. Rashi explains that the Malchokah centers on the fact that during the Chag, Amiyars handle the wine and dough. The Chachamim hold that even though the Rabban suspended the tumah of Amiyars, since during the Chag, the Amiyars are considered Chaverim, after to the regal. Retroactively, the wine and dough become tame due to their touching it, and chaverim are prohibited from selling it. Even though Rabbi Yudah agrees that the wine and dough are tame, he permits the sale of the leftovers after the regal. For if the merchants were not permitted to do so, they would be reluctant to sell during the chag, which would make it difficult for the oi regal to get wine and dough during the regal. And point number three, the final mission of the Masechda details how the kelim in the base of Migdash were purified after the regal. The mission states, all through the Chag, they would say to the Kohanim who were Amei Aretz, be careful not to touch the Shulchan. Rashi explains that the Shulchan cannot be removed, for the Pesach states, And you shall place on the Shulchan Lechem Pani before me continuously. The more questions whether the Shulchan can become Tami at all, since it's a Kli Eitz HaOsugu Nachasu, a wooden Kli that is made to be stationary, and the din is that such Kalim do not become Tami. The reason is that for a Kli to be Makabal Tuma, it must be similar to a sack. Just as a sack is carried molly varekum full and empty, so too must any kli be carried full and empty. The more answers that the shochan is carried full and empty. The more answers that the shochan is carried full and empty. For Yishwakish taught that the shochan would be lifted and the bread displayed to the oira goyim, and the kohanim would say, See your belovedness before the omnipresent. For the bread at the time of the removal is as hot and fresh as it was at the time of being placed in the shulchan the previous Shabbos. Since the shulchan was made to be carried while laden, it could be makabal tuma from Ma'ama Aretz. So once again, the three points are number one, the next Mishnah states, The tax collectors who entered into a house in some way the thieves who returned clay vessels they stole, now money are believed to say we did not touch them. Rashi clarifies their belief regarding Kodesh, but not Truma. The Gemara brings a Mishnah from Taurus that seems to contradict this last din that states, If the thieves entered the house, only the objects and the places where they walked are tummy, referring to the areas where items were definitely stolen. If the killing the places they walked are presumed tame, then certainly the killing that they stole and returned are presumed tame. So Rapinach said in the name of Rava, Kashasa Chuva. 
Our mission is dealing with the case where the thieves did tshuva. Rashi explains that since they were turning the kelim as an act of tshuva, they certainly would not lie about the tumor status. Point of two, the next Mishnah states, If a chavar who opens his barrel of wine to sell or begins selling a new batch of dough in Yishalim on the Chag, and some of it remains after the Chag, Rebutus says that Yigmor, he may finish selling it after the Chag, but the Chagmi say that he may not finish selling it after the Chag. Rashi explains that the Machokah centers on the fact that during the Chag, Amayars handled the wine and dough. The Chami hold that even though the Rabban suspended the tumah of Amayars, since during the Chag, the Amayars are considered Chaverim, after the Regal, retroactively the wine and dough become Tame due to their touching it, and Chaverim are prohibited from selling it. Even though Rebut agrees that the wine and dough are Tame, he permits the sale of the leftovers after the Regal. For if the merchants were not permitted to do so, they would be reluctant to sell during the Chag, which would make it difficult for the Oli Regal to get wine and dough during the Regal. And point number three, the final mission of the Masechda details how the kelim in the base of Migdash were purified after the regal. The Mishnah states, All through the Chag, they would say to the Kohanim who were Amei Aretz, Be careful not to touch the Shulchan. Rashi explains that the Shulchan cannot be removed, for the Pesach states, And you shall place on the Shulchan Lechem Pani before me continuously. The more questions whether the Shulchan can become Tami at all, since it's a Kli Eitz a wooden Kli that is made to be stationary, and the din is that such Kalim do not become Tami. The reason is that for a Kli to be Makabal Tuma, it must be similar to a sack. Just as a sack is carried Mali Varekam full and empty, so too must any Kli be carried full and empty. The more answers that the Shulchan is carried full and empty. The more answers that the Shulchan is carried full and empty. For Yishwakish taught that the Shulchan would be lifted and the breads displayed to the Oira Goim, and the Kohanim would say, See your belovedness before the Omnipresent. For the bread at the time of the removal is as hot and fresh as it was at the time of being placed in the Shulchan the previous Shabbos. Since the Shulchan was made to be carried while laden, it could be Makabotuma from Ama Aretz. Alright, so now we go to Simmer Dav Chavav, and our standard Simmon is a military coup. A military coup. So here goes. The soldier on his way to return some clay kaolin he stole during the military coup because he did teshuva, bought some leftover dough that a baker was selling after the chag, whose store sign depicted a shulchan being lifted and displayed to the people with the tagline, bread that makes you feel beloved. Once again, in slow motion. The soldier on his way to return some clay kaolin he stole during the military coup. Military coup? That must be more enough. Chavav. The soldier on his way to return some clay kaolin he stole during the military coup because he did teshuva, which reminds us the Gemara resolves the contradiction between our mission, which states the tax collectors who enter into a house and similarly ganavim who returned clay vessels they stole are believed to say we didn't touch them. And the mission from Taos that states that if thieves entered the house only the objects in the place where they walked are tummy, referring to the areas where items were definitely stolen. Now, if the kaolin in the place that they walked are presumed tame, then certainly the kaolin they stole and returned to presumed tame. But Pinchas said in the name of Rava, our mission is dealing with the case where the thieves did tshuva. And Rashi explains that since they were returning the kaolin as an act of tshuva, they certainly would not lie about the tuma status. So the soldier on his way to return some clay kaolin he stole during the military coup because he did teshuva, bought some leftover dough that a baker was selling after the chag. Which reminds us, the Smalchok is coming from Yudah whether the merchants can sell leftover wine or dough from the regal that Amei Arts touched. The coming world, that even the Rabban suspended the tumah of Amei Arts concerning the chag. The Amei Arts are considered chaverim. After the regal, retroactively, the wine and dough become tamay due to their touching it. And chaverim are prohibited from selling it. Even though Rabbi Yehuda agrees that the wine and dough are tame, 
he permits the sale of the leftovers after the regal. For if the merchants were not permitted to do so, they might be reluctant to sell during the hug, which would make it difficult for the Ole Regalim to get wine and dough during the regal. So the soldier on his way to return some clay kalim he stole during the military coup, because he did the shuva, bought some leftover dough that a baker was selling, after the Chag, whose store sign depicted a shulchan lifted and displayed to the people with the tagline bread that makes you feel beloved. Which reminds us the final mission of the Masech that details how the killing the base of Mikdash were purified after the regular mission states, all through the Chag they would say to the Kohanim who are Amei Arts, be careful not to touch the shulchan. The more questions whether the shulchan can become tummy at all, since it's a kli asui lanachusu, a wooden kli that's made to be stationary. And the din is that such kelim do not become tame. The reason is that for a kli to be it must be similar to a sock. Just as a sock is carried male varekam full and empty, so too must any kli be carried full and empty. The more answers that the shulchan is carried full and empty for Rachel Hishtad, the shulchan would be lifted and breads displayed to the oil regalim, and the Kohanim would say, See your belovedness before the omnipresent, for the bread at the time of the removal is hot and fresh as it was at the time of being placed in the shulchan the previous Shabbos. So since we see the shulchan was made to be carried while laden, it could be Makabotuma from Amayaretz. So once again, the soldier on his way to return some clay kalim he stole during the military coup because he did teshuva, bought some leftover dough that a baker was selling after the chag, whose store sign depicted a shulchan being lifted and displayed to the people with the tagline, bread that makes you feel beloved. Alright, now it's time for a four block back hazara. Dav chav base. So the simon dav chav base is a cab. So here goes. The Amar, it's cabby driver, cabby driver. That must be our Dav Chabez. The Amar, it's cabby driver, felt so proud after the Kohanim accepted Kodesh from him, which reminds us. The Gemara clarifies that Chaverim accept Kodesh from Amayarts because of Eva, hatred that would develop for Chaverim if they did not accept the Amayarts as Kodesh. If the temple administrators, who were all Chaverim, did not accept Kodesh from Amayarts, then Amayarts would be completely excluded from the realm of Kodesh. There's not an equal concern for a Chaver not accepting Truma from an Amayarts, for the Amayarts can go and give the Truma to a Kohen, who's also an Amayarts. So, the Amar's cabby driver felt so proud after the Kohanim accepted the Kodesh from him that he decided to scratch his plans to build a private par Adumabama in his backyard, which reminds us, more asks, who's the town of our Mishnah, the Chayshal Eve, who's concerned for hatred? And answers, it's Rabbi Yossi. For Sadna Bryce, Rabbi Yossi said, why are all believed about the Tahar of wine and oil for offerings the whole year, that even if an Amar's brings wine or oil offerings to the base of Migdash, they're considered Tahar? So it shouldn't arise that every person should go and build a Bama for himself and burn a par Aduma for himself. So, the Amar's cabby driver felt so proud after the Kohanim accepted Kodesh from him that he decided to scratch his plans to build a private Paraduma Bama in his backyard, even though his parish passenger didn't believe him that his kalim were properly toiled. Which reminds the Gemara brings a bright that states an Amar's is believed regarding Tevila, and the Gemara that conflicts with this that taught that an Amar's is not believed. Abai said there's no difficulty. He's believed when he said he immerses his body properly to become tower, but he's not believed when he says he immerses Kaling properly. Rav said that both cases could be done with Kaling. The Bryce, which states that he's believed, is where he says that he never immersed one Kli within another. Whereas the Gemara's case, where he's not believed, is when he says that he did immerse one Kli within another, but he did not immerse it in a Kli whose opening was not the size of a skin flask, too. So the simmer Davchav Gimel is Kugelach. So here goes. When the kid accidentally dropped his broken Tame shoe strap into his barrel of Tahor Kugelach, Kugelach, that must be one of Daf Chav Gimel. 
when the kid accidentally dropped his broken tummy shoe strap into his barrel of Tahor Kugulak, which reminds us that the third case on the Mishnah of Chafamve stated that a Gnosis Midras Gnosis a Truma Avalois a Kodesh, one who's carrying a Midras, an article that support the weight of a Zav, Zav, or a Nida, may also carry Truma but not Kodesh, for there was a decree based on an incident with someone transporting a barrel of Kodesh from place to place, and the strap of the sandal broke off and he took it and he placed it on a barrel and it fell into the airspace of the barrel and then the Kodesh in the barrel became Tameh. When the Gemara suggests that a similar decree should apply for Truma, it answers that the mission of Rabbi Hanani ben Akavi, who holds that whenever the Chum made a decree, they did it only for the same circumstances as the original incident. So, when the kid accidentally dropped his broken tummy shoe strap into his barrel of Tahor Kugulach and noticed a moist spit on one of the recently made pieces, which reminds us the Mishnah 6 case stated, Kalim that were completed in a state of Tahara required Tvila for use with Kodesh, but not for use with Truma. The Gemara clarifies that the Mishnah was referring to a case where a Chavar made them Umishum Sanur Dama Arts, and it's because of a concern that they became Tame from the spittle of an Amma Arts. The Gemara asks, when did the spittle fall on the Kli? If it fell before the Kli was completed, the Kli does not have the din of a Kli that can be Makabal Tuma. It could not have fallen after the Kli was completed, for a Chavar would have been careful not to let that happen. The Gemara answers that the situation that we're worried about is where the spittle fell on the Kli before it was completed and remained moist after the Kli was completed. So, when the kid accidentally dropped his broken tummy shoe strap into his barrel of Tahor Kugulach and noticed a moist spit on one of the recently made pieces, he asked his rabbi if the barrel was a Matsar for all the other Kugulach making them tummy. Which reminds us that the Mishnah's seventh case stated, Hakli Matsar of Masha Masoko and Kodesh of Olola Truma. Hakli combines what's in it with regard to Kodesh but not with regard to Truma. Rabbi Hanan said that this is one from the Pasuk, Kav Achas Asra Zahav Molea Katoras. One gold ladle of ten shekels filled with Katoras. Kasav Asra Kumash Bakaf Achas. The Pasuk made everything that's in the ladle like one entity. The more it clarifies that Rabbi Kiva might agree that Midaraisa Akli combines its Kodesh contents into one entity in a situation where the contents require Akli, like in the case of Katoris, but it is not combined when the item does not require Akli, such as in the case of Shi'ari Mincha, the remainders of a Mincha. And the rabbis decree that even an item that does not require Akli, Akli Matsarfo, Akli does combine it. Dav Chavdalad, so the similar Dav Chavdalad is a pitcher, a cud. So here goes. As he watched a pitcher, pitcher, that must be more on Dav Chavdalad, God. As he watched a pitcher filled with Kodesh meat that had become puzzle as a ravi, which reminds us the Mishnah Daf Chaf Amabe stated a ravi be Kodesh puzzle. A ravi in the case of Kodesh is puzzle. It's not a brisa. Rabbi Yossi said, from where is it derived that a ravi in the case of Kodesh is puzzle? It's a kavachomer. If even a machusiki pouring someone who has tovold and has waited until nightfall but still requires bringing a carbon is permitted to eat truma but is unfit to eat Kodesh, then concerning a Shlishi, which is unfit in the case of Truma, all the more so it should create a Ravi in the case of Kodesh. So, as he watched a pitcher filled with Kodesh meat that had become puzzle as a Ravi, fall off a shelf and caught by a man with his one Tame hand, which reminds us, the Mishnah stated that if one of a person's hands became Tame, the other one is Tahor, but with regard to Kodesh, he must immerse both in Rav Shivzi said, they taught this halacha only when the hands are joined at the time that the second hand touches the Kodesh, but where they are not joined, then the first hand does not make the second one Tame. Abai challenged Rav Shivzi and demonstrates that the din applies even if the two hands are not in contact. So, as he watched a pitcher filled with Kodesh meat that had become puzzle as a Ravi, fall off a shelf being caught by a man with one tummy hand, the Mechusar Kippurim rushed to the mikvah so that he'd be eligible to eat Kodesh, which reminds us, the Mishnah stated, Ha'onen and Mechusar Kippurim, Srikhan Tila Kodesh, Avalola Truma, and Onen and the Mechusar Kippurim, 
One is immersed and reached nightfall, but has not yet brought his carbon, required tevil for Kodesh, but not for Truma. The Gemara explains the reason that since until the time they were forbidden to eat Kodesh, the Rabbanon required them to do tevil before eating the Kodesh, meaning that there is a concern that since they were not permitted to eat Kodesh, their attention to become Tame may also have been diverted. They're not required to immerse for Truma, though, since they're permitted to eat Truma as an oning. Emma Chusuki Borin. So the Simon Dav Chavhei is a silver wedding anniversary. So here goes. The husband's silver anniversary plan. Silver anniversary? That must mean we're in Daf Chavhei. The husband's silver anniversary plans fell apart when the wine you ordered from the Galil became Tame when it passed over the strip of Kusi land. Which reminds us that the Gemara explains that the Ami Arts and Yehuda were trusted regarding the Tahar of Kodesh wine and oil throughout the year and during the wine pressing season and all pressing season. They were also believed regarding the Tahar of Truma. But those in the Galil would not be able to bring their wine and oil to the base of Migdash, that's in Yehuda, for the Rabban were Gozer on Eretz Ha'amim, the land and the nations that imparts Tuma to foods that are transported through it. This is because the Nachrim did not always mark their graves, which were then liable to be plowed over resulting in strewn bone fragments. So, the husband's silver and Rusi plans fell apart when the wine he ordered from the Galil became Tame when it passed over the strip of Kusi land. And the only way he could borrow some Truma wine from his Cohen friend, who improperly accepted it from an Amaharetz, which reminds us, the mission had taught that Amiharetz are believed about the harab Truma wine during the wine-pressing season and oil-pressing season. This is because... During these times, Amiyars are careful to purify their kalim and themselves to ensure the tahara of the new truma. Now, if the seasons have passed, the Kona is not permitted to accept the barrel of truma wine or oil from them. However, the Amiyars may set it aside until the next season and then give it to the Kohen. Then, Rav Sheshus was asked, if the Kohen accepted it from them, what is the din if the Kohen set it aside for the next pressing season? Rav Sheshus attempted to bring a proof that he's not permitted to do so, but it's rejected. So, the husband's silver and Rusi plants fell apart when the wine he ordered from the Galil became Tame, when it passed over the strip of Kusi land, and the only way he could borrow some Truma wine from his Kohen friend who improperly accepted from an Amaharetz was to go through and check a base of Pras, which reminds us. The Gemara brings a Mishnah in Oholos that states that Beisham and Beisil agree that we check a base of Pras for bone chips for people on the way to offer the Pesach, but we do not check it for those on their way to eat Truma. Rashi explains that in the case of Truma, since there's no fixed time for it to be eaten, the person can wait seven days and do Hazah on the third and seventh day. The Gemara asks, if one checked the base of Pras in order to bring his Pesach, may he then eat his Truma based on this checking? And answers that just as in our mission, we learned that if an Amaharz told a Chavar that he separated a quarter log of oil as Kodesh, he is trusted regarding the tahar of all the oil in the barrel, so to here, since he's trusted regarding the Pesach, he's trusted also regarding the Truma. All right, now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions plus three bonus questions from previous Nesachas. Number one, which step do you learn that those from the Google cannot bring wine or oil into the base of Migdash since they have to pass through a Kusi strip of land, which their bun degree is Tameh, that's on Daf? Good. Number two, which of the one who's carrying a midrash may carry truma but not kodesh? That's on daf. Chav Gimel. Good. Number three, which daf? Whether merchants can sell leftover wine or dough that Ami Arts had touched during the regal? That's on daf. Chavav. Good. Number four. Which stuff did we learn that an Onain and Mechusik Gaporim required to deal for Kodesh since they were not permitted to eat Kodesh, their attention to becoming Tummy might have also been diverted? That's on Duff. Chavdalot. Good number five. Which stuff did we learn if one checked the base of Pras in order to bring a Pesach, he may rely on it to eat his Truma? That's on Duff. Good number six. Which something where if a person has one hand that's Tummy, the other one is Tower, but with regard to Kodesh, he must immerse both of them? That's on Duff. Good number seven. 
wished that the one that came they were completed in Tahara required Tevila for Kodesh, for perhaps Anam Art spit on them before they were completed and the spit remained moist after it was completed. That's on Duff. Chav Gimel. Good number eight. Wished that the one that the Shulchan was lifted up and the bread shown to the people to demonstrate how beloved they are. That's on Duff. Chavav. Good number nine. Which stuff was the question asked? What the din is if a Kohen improperly accepted truma wine or oil from an Arts, not during the pressing seasons? That's on Duff. Chav hey. Good number ten. Which stuff do we learn that a kli is matzarf? What is in it for Kodesh from the Pasuk Kaf Achas? That's on Duff. Chav Gimel. Good. Now the three bonus questions. Number one. Which stuff do we have before we have regarding how much of the Megillah? Must be read. That's on Duff. Yotas Megillah. Good number two. Which stuff do we learn that when a person departs this world, his deeds make him sign on every action he did and he will say his punishment is just. That's on Duff. Yodolf and Tain is good. And number three. Which stuff do we learn that the Shekhinah went through ten stages of Gaulus during the Churban of Bayes Rishon? That's on Duff. Love and Alpha and Rosh Hashanah. Great, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zikh wishing you a great day and great learning.